Hello, this is Magenta Giraffes with me, Simona Roy, recording on November 21st, 2021. We are getting close to U.S. Thanksgiving. Well, not, I don't know why I said U.S. because there's really only one Thanksgiving. I think Canadians have their own, but I'm going to be totally egocentric in my Americanness and say, our Thanksgiving is where it's at. So, you know, I think I had touched on, I'll just get into it, like how the holidays are going to make me feel this year. And right now I'm okay. I'm excited to have some time off um, because I haven't had a lot of time off in a really long time. So I'm, I took some time off for this week. And so I'm excited about that. So I can just veg out and I don't know, just take a second, just take a second to breathe. And that's really what I'm looking forward to. I think I always look forward to Thanksgiving food. And that's not really on my mind this year, which is nice because usually I'm obsessed with food all of the time. But uh, I think I'm just looking forward to having the time off and tr- getting all of the life stuff that I've had to put to the side done, you know, it's just spending some time with myself. So I feel light today. I feel optimistic and who knows what the roller coaster of emotions is going to be like throughout the week. But that's, you know, that's where I'm at today. I feel okay. And I, you know, I wanted to start off also with some updates of things that I said that I was going to do. And uh, truth be told, I haven't really followed through on most of them. But I was reading the Gabrielle Bernstein book, The Universe Has Your back. I think that's the one that I started with and I kind of stopped reading it. I'm I maybe I'll pick it up in this break, but it was just too many like lesson, lesson, lesson. I don't know. It just felt like a barrage. It didn't feel quite uh organized. I think I wanted more anecdotal evidence. I think I will try to finish it at some point, but I have not continued with it uh because it just was not digestible in the way that I needed it to be. And uh, so that's the update on that book. I can't say I recommend it yet because I'm not loving it. I'll be I'll tell you that. And then I talked about the flower remedies that Caitlin Marino had uh, told me to use. And I think I had called them Brock's, like the candy, <laughs> but it's actually box B-A-C-H apostrophe S. And they have a website and I think you can buy it off of Amazon, but I suggest going to the website. There are a lot of other flower remedies that look like it's box, but it's not. And that's, you know, I guess, I don't know, the main, the tried and true flower remedy thing. And you know, what's really funny is if you look at the box uh, reviews on Amazon, everybody's giving these flower remedies to their cats. And they're like, Oh, my cat used to be crazy. But now my cat is calm. Like that's what all these like, five star reviews are about are about people's cats taking these flower remedies, about their anxiety and all this stuff. (laughs) And I'm just like, what? I'm taking something that like, is for cats. But like, look, the website, the actual website is not saying it's for cats, but um, it's for people. But for some reason on Amazon, all the reviews are just talking about cats. So I thought that was slightly concerning, not totally concerning. I'm not phased by it, but uh, I haven't given it the great college try. That's what I'm trying to say here. 
Am I going to try to maybe do it this week? Try to take it every day, these different flower remedies? Uh, Maybe, but I would like to give it the college try so I can tell you whether I've noticed a difference or not. Because the sporadic things, sporadically how I have used it, I don't feel like I've noticed a significant difference at all. So I really do need to do it for a while. And Caitlin says it's not so much the way that it works is vibrationally. And, you know, I'm all into vibrations and energy and all that stuff. But that does go a little bit over my head. I'm like, well, it is like a drop that I'm ingesting. Uh, But it doesn't matter how I don't know, vibrationally, okay, maybe but that is like energy healing speak and willing to try things. I just haven't had any big significant shifts in any of that. So this is where I tell you the truth. And, you know, I, I'm not closing the door on anything, but, you know, that's where it's at. Or that's where I am at. So and along with that, with uh, I did the past life regression session last weekend and I haven't noticed anything different. But what was really, really strange, there was one there was one scene that I had that came up in my past life regression where I was walking through a forest, a bamboo forest, and it was really green, lots of bamboo, dirt path. Okay, so that's the scene that I had. And then the next day I had watched, uh, so I had that in my past life regression. The next day I watched the movie, like, oh, sorry if I'm butchering the name. I think it's like Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. It's that Marvel movie. Uh, in the exact scene that I had in my mind was in this movie. Yes, they were in a car, but the dirt path, the green bamboo, the bamboo forest, it was all the same. And I have not seen this movie. It was not in a preview as far as I could tell or as I could remember. And okay, so, you know, it's not the imagination of my mind could have made that up like in a lot of different scenarios, but to see that exact scene the day after I had the past life regression, I thought that was weird. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm becoming psychic. But I mean, I didn't have anything else besides that. I just visualized that exact forest. uh, And then I saw it the next day. So I don't know. I don't know. Is my third eye opening up? One can only hope. But besides that, nothing else has really come up from the past life regression as of yet. But I am doing a second session in December because I got to, you know, I got to give it, you know, like I like to say, the college try. I got to try it a little bit more. You can't just do a one and done in these situations, in my opinion. So obviously, I will let you guys know about that. And then I also finished up this three session astrological workshop astrology workshop with Heidi Rose Robbins. And that was via Zoom. And it was about Scorpio season. And that whole workshop, the three sessions, it was very therapeutic. And I really liked it. It was, you know, difficult. It wasn't the easiest thing to talk about, like, Scorpio season. And again, I don't know much about astrology, but Scorpio rules like passion, sex, love, grief, death, like all of those 
major things. And, you know, we were discussing the themes of Scorpio season, where it is in our chart, what does that mean for us? What are the things that we are battling with? What are the things we're letting go of? And, you know, how are we moving forward into the Sagittarius season, if you will? which I can't really tell you anything about because uh, I don't know if she's going to do a workshop on Sagittarius season. But it was really, you know, I didn't look forward to the sessions because it was work because we had to like journal and like talk about things. And I didn't really talk. I didn't talk. But uh, because, you know, it was my first foray into that. And I don't need to like share everything all the time. But it did get me thinking. And I did feel like, I felt a lot of stuff, like a lot of stuff came up for me. And so I do, if you get a chance to do that, uh, I recommend you signing up for her, the, those workshops. It's it's a nice way of learning from Heidi because it, she is so busy. So it's hard to get her one-on-one. I mean, I'm still trying to get a one-on-one session with her. I hope I will be able to grab something in the new year, but I don't know. I mean, she's like a celebrity in my head. So it was nice to be able to do this workshop because I got to learn stuff and got to see her and it felt like, oh, I'm getting to know this person. And, you know, she's also a poet. So it was all, a lot of the learning was through poetry, which was very cool, which I didn't know and I didn't expect, but I liked. And uh, so I, I liked that. So that was a lot of internal work. And with that, I've st- I'm still, I actually, can you believe it? I have continued to do the gratitude journal, which actually has helped. And, you know, some nights it's really hard to come up with things that you're grateful for. Like, you know, last week I talked about how I was grateful for salad dressing. Uh, still grateful for salad dressing. But um, I-, I haven't noticed any big shifts in mindset yet, but it does make me feel better better than even just small increments of better. I'll take it, you know. So I think those are like the big updates uh, that I needed to share because, you know, I forget and I forget that I say things and then maybe people are like, wait, she never talked about this again. (laughs) So uh, yeah, and if I didn't talk about something that I mentioned before, you can just tell me, reach out to me and let me know, like, hey, are you still doing that? Whatever happened with that? And I'll, I'll be like, oh, right, that. Okay. And on to something, something new that I've been thinking about, you know, grief is so weird. And I thought it was going to be more like depression. And I won't like for me, it hasn't been because I there was only one period, luckily, I guess, of my life that I was pretty depressed. I was real like I probably should have been on something then, like some sort of SSRI at that point, but I wasn't. And you know, slowly I got out of it, but I was really depressed, and it was after a breakup, and I didn't eat anything, and. You know, that's not healthy, but I was like, wow, like at least I'm like skinny because hello, that was like, or like in the early 2000s, it just, it was not healthy. And, and I just thought that grief was going to be more like that. And it hasn't been because I've been able to like move forward and do other things, continue to do work, etc. And 
I've been eating a lot. And part of it is like, well, I'm grieving. So I'm not really gonna pay attention to what I'm eating or uh, this is the only comfort I have because I don't drink. I don't smoke. I mean, I'm not drinking right now. I kind of in the pandemic, I quit drinking because I didn't want to be drinking by myself. Yeah. So I just kind of, yeah. So I didn't want to be drinking by myself. So I stopped drinking in the pandemic. I don't miss it. And so my only comfort is like food. So I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to keep eating. And because then this is like the only thing that this is what I deserve. I deserve to feel comforted. And, you know, I definitely have put on some pounds. I feel heavier. I feel more lethargic. And it is harder to get motivated to work out. And then my work schedule is, you know, whether I'm commuting or not, it changes every week. So it's hard to get a routine, a routine in. And I work very well in a routine. So I just wanted to talk about that, about grief and food for a second, because it uh, grief definitely gives me an excuse of eating whatever I want. And there's just going to be a point where it has to be limited, you know, and I have to get it together again. But I just wanted to know, like, how has that been for you? Like, have you experienced like, issues with food while you're grieving? I mean, how was your like, I've always had issues, food issues, and my relationship to food has been tumultuous. <laughs> you know, um, it's something that I struggle with a lot. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. So I feel like the grief in that respect has really kind of taken over. And gives me a grand excuse to eat whatever the hell I want whenever I want. And I just kind of I'm a little off the rails. And it's also the holiday season. So that's um, always going to make me go a little bit off the rails, too. And um, I'm sure that I'm not the only one who feels this way. But it's something that I've been thinking about. And I don't even feel totally comfortable talking about this because like, I don't like talking about my food issues and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm always like obsessed with food, thinking about food, looking at, you know, nutrition labels. I mean, it's, it's always a thing. It's always a thing. And I would just like it to one day not be a thing. But maybe that's not, you know, maybe that's not the path. Or that's, maybe that's not realistic for me. But I, I wanted to share that and touch on it a little bit, because it is something that's going on for me that I finally have decided to be conscious about. Um, but I mean, look, I go through my phases. I'm not, I'm going to get it together. I would like to get it together and keep staying on the get it together wagon. But I don't know. Food is always a thing. It's like, you know, it's not like other, it's, it's not a vice because I have to have food. And then, you know, you can't quit food. Like you can quit like drugs and cigarettes and alcohol and other addictive things but it's grief just complicates the whole thing I don't know if you felt that way ever but that's kind of what's going on and I'm trying to like figure it out and and then also I like I feel like I've always tried to be kind of the bigger person because that's what my mom especially kind of raised me as is like, just, you know, let things go, be the bigger person, don't hold on to things. But there are things that I 
don't want to let go of and I'm pretty upset about. And I think like you really just realize who will show up for you in this time of grief and who's not, who's not going to be there for you. I feel like my chosen family of my friends have really been there for me and my family, my extended family has not been there for me. And frankly, there's just, they don't, I don't want to have anything to do with them. They're, they've just really let us down. They don't call me, they don't call my dad. And it's, you know, now it's like the nail in the coffin for me. Like, I just don't have anything. I don't want anything to do with them. So that's done in my head. And I'm happy for it because I do have a lot of friends who check in on me and are there for me and are great. And I don't take that lightly or for granted. So, you know, a lot of people don't even, they don't have anybody. And I have a lot of people. So I think it's totally okay. And I think, you know, from, I don't know, from a lot of perspectives, like people will want to say that blood is thicker than water. And I just don't think that that's the case. I think that you can choose your family and you can absolutely cut out people, including your family who just do not serve you or your life. So I'm I'm all for it, happy for it and ready to move on. But in that vein, there's I'm being a little petty in this next part because There's a friend of mine who I'm not very close with anymore. I mean, like, they're the type of friend where if I see them after not seeing them for years, it's like we pick up where we left off. So I'm very fond of the friend, like mentally, but it's not like we we don't even talk. If we talk once a year, I I don't even know if we do that. But uh, there was a Zoom over the pandemic with a group of friends. And so I got to see the person and that was great. But um, and that was pre my mom dying. And, you know, the person is on Facebook a lot, whatever. I feel like I don't know how the person wouldn't know that my mom passed away, but I'm not 100% sure. But I have to say, like, it's bothering me. It's bothering me that they haven't reached out at all. And but again, I don't know if they know or not. So part of me just wants to send a message and be like, hey, do you know my mom died? Like, is like as crazy as that, that sounds crazy to me personally. But that's how I'm feeling. I just want to like, I feel like my grief card just gives me like this, you know, uh, permission to be just direct and not pussyfoot around, you know, the situation. And yeah, maybe I should put some niceties in there too. like, hope you're well, wherever you are. But uh, I just want to be like, did you know? And if you did know, why didn't you reach out? Or, you know, and I could get a lie. Maybe the person will be like, oh, I didn't know. Oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. Or like if they're really being honest and they're, you know, having an honest moment, they could be like, yeah, I did know. I just didn't know what to say. And if it is that, if it is that, I mean, that's disappointing. If you're an adult and you know that like a friend of yours lost a parent or a loved one, you have to say something. You have to. And yeah, the like just as as simple as like, I'm sorry for your loss. And those words actually don't even mean anything to me. But it's just acknowledgement of the grief that somebody is going through one of the hardest times of their lives. 
And yes, like, I, I don't know why this situation is bothering me so much, probably because I'm just, you know, trying to grasp at something to fixate on, you know, could be just that. But I, I, Everybody else in the group of friends has acknowledged this loss. And yes, this person is on the other side of the planet and might not know. But the amount of activity the person has on Facebook makes me think that, it you know, the algorithm must have showed something of my about my loss because it's the only thing I really post on Facebook. Like it's, you know, little clips of this podcast. What is this podcast about? The grief. (laughs) I don't know. So I feel like, why can't I let this go? Should I do it? Am I being petty? But I just want to know. I'm like, I want to know where to put this person in the box in my mind. Is it like just pure ignorance of like not knowing? Okay, so that's forgivable. And but if it's knowing and then not saying anything, I'm not going to go as far as saying unforgivable, but you will absolutely change where you are in my mind. Like that's something where I'm like, okay, well, now you're in this other box of, you know, coward. (laughs) So I don't know. I don't know. And I asked another friend in the group to reach out to the other friend and just be like, hey, do you know this? And if you don't, if you do know this or don't know this, you should reach out because I'm like, can you just... Like, I just wanted my friend to find out for me. And that, but that friend has been super busy. So I'm not bringing it up like anytime soon um, because I'm sure that didn't happen yet. It's like the last thing on that friend's mind. But it is bothering me. And I don't know what, like, I, I probably won't, won't be moved to do anything. Let's be real. I'll probably just be like, you know, maybe this is just something that I have to just put to the, put to, put to the side. It really doesn't matter. I have the support that I have, like whether this person knows or not. But, you know, I do like to see people through the grief lens sometimes. You know, I want to know, what are you actually made of? When push comes to shove, what are you made of? And I think that the grief lens tells you that about people. So I I just want to know what this person's made of. And whether I have to like think about the person ever again. That sounds harsh, but it's that's where I'm at today. And I'm I'm like all over the place today because, you know, sometimes I don't want to do this. (laughs) Uh, It's it's a lot of it's it's work. It's work to do this every week and to talk about this and to reflect and to think about the things that happened this week, you know, and. But if I don't do this, there's just days where I just, I'm not talking about it. For most of the week, I'm not talking about it. And it's not, I don't think that's fair to myself. I don't think that's fair to my mom. So I do it for both of us. But this is just like therapy. It feels like a workout sometimes. And so, yeah, I'm sorry if this episode is just all over the place and feels a little listicle. But, you know... I'm tired. I'm tired. And that's why I'm really looking forward to this break that I'm getting. But and the last thing that I guess I wanted to talk about was I I feel like I am addicted to self-help. And I always like to feel before I do something like I want to be educated about it. I want to learn about it. But I think that that sometimes like is a detriment, Uh, like in this Heidi workshop that I talked about. 
she read a poem called like she she let go and i don't remember who it was by but that it really it really st- struck me it was a really good poem and one like i'll paraphrase i don't remember the exact wordage but basically it was just about she let go. She let go without thinking about anything. She let go without reading any self-help books about it. She just let go. She didn't like, she let go without, it was just this character, this woman let go. And uh, whenever I like want to let go of something, I feel like it's, I have, I have to think so much. I have to discuss so much. I have to learn so much. I have to read so much. I have to figure out how to do it. I'm not at the place of just letting go. And I'm not talking about anything specific. I'm talking about in general. It just, in the poem, made it seem like easy and magical. I don't know. Like the idea of just letting go without overanalyzing, just letting go without thinking about it. Just, she just, I can't, I, I, I will try to find this poem and like put it up somewhere because it was really, it really made me think like, God, like whenever I'm trying to think or analyze or work on myself, it's always like this addiction to self-help and this book is going to teach me how to do everything and it's going to be life-changing. It's going to change my mindset and then things are going to be easier after this and it, there's never, there's never anything like that. That doesn't exist, I don't think. But I'm still always seeking answers. Um, But sometimes I just want to let go. That's it. That's all I have for this week. I, ugh, I'm not, I'm not satisfied. For some reason, I feel very all over the place. But I just, I I don't know. I'm going to put up that poem. It really struck me. And it's really, it would be a goal. But I guess like the whole point of the poem is there. It's not about goals. She just did it. She just did it and it wasn't for anybody else and she just let go. I don't know. Wouldn't that be nice if we could just do that a little bit? So I'm sorry. That's it. That's all I have for this week. You know, this is going to be out after Thanksgiving, probably during Christmas time. Um, So I'm going to say, like, if you celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever, all of the holidays of the winter, happy holidays. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving whenever it was, whenever this is released. And until next time, I'll just say bye.